A lot of Afrikaans ladies stopped being my friends when I left the Dutch Reformed Church. But Hattie is English and goes to St. Luke's. There are more than 40 churches in Ladysmith. At St. Luke's, coloreds and whites sit side by side quite happily. Hattie and I are both 50-something, but otherwise we are different in many ways. Hattie is long and thin, with a neat blonde hairstyle and a pish-posh English way about her. I'm short and soft, a bit too soft in the wrong places, with short brown curls and untidy Afrikaans. She has eyes that are blue like a swimming pool, and mine are pond green. Her favourite shoes are polished with heels, but I prefer my schooner. Hattie doesn't bother much with food, though she does like my milk tart. While for me, cooking and eating are two of the best reasons to be alive. My mother gave me a love of cooking, but it was only when I discovered what bad company my husband was that I realised what good company food can be. Some might think food is too important to me, but let them think that. Without food, I would be very lonely. In fact, without food, I would be dead. Hattie is good company too, and we're always happy to see each other. You know how it is. Some people you can just be yourself with. Good morning, Tanny Maria, she said. I like the way she sometimes called me Tanny, Auntie, even though she says it in her English way as if it rhymes with Nanny, when in fact it rhymes with Honey. She leaned down to kiss my cheek, but she missed and kissed the dry Karoo air instead. Coffee, I said. Then I looked at the clock. The English don't like coffee after eleven o'clock. Tea? That would be super, said Hattie, clapping her hands in the Mary Poppins way of hers. But she wasn't looking so super herself. Her frown was wrinkled like the leaves on a guari tree. Are you okay, Scott? I said, as I prepared the tea tray. You look worried. I do love your house, she said, patting my wooden kitchen table. All the Oregon wood and the thick mud walls are so authentic. When Farley died, I sold the house we had in town and got this one out here in the felt. It's a nice old farmhouse, I said. What's the matter, Hats? She sucked in her cheeks like the words were falling back down her throat too fast. Let's sit on the stoop, I said, carrying the tray to the table and chairs outside. From my stoop you can see the garden with its lawn and vegetables and all the different trees. And then on the other side of my low wooden fence is a long dirt road leading up to my house and the dry felt with its bushes and old guari trees. The nearest house is a few kilometres away, hidden behind a kopi, but the trees make good neighbours. Hattie smoothed the skirt under her as she sat down. I tried to catch her eye, but her gaze jumped all over the garden, like she was watching a bird flying about. One of my rust-brown hens came out from where she was resting under a geranium bush and helped herself to the buffet on the compost heap. But this wasn't the bird Hattie was watching. Hers flew from the lemon tree to the vegetable patch, then hopped from the lizard-tail bush to the honeybills and back again. I heard birds calling all around us, but could see nothing where she was looking. Can you see something there in the felt plants? I asked. Heavens above, it's warm, she said. She took an envelope from her pocket and fanned her face with it. Let me give you some milk tart. I cut slices and put them on our plates. It's just got to rain soon, she said. Now she was following the invisible bird as if it was jumping all over the table.
I pushed the plate towards her. It's your favourite, I said. I could tell Hattie had more to say than the weather report. Her face was red, as if there was a hot thing in her mouth, but the corners of her lips were tight where she was holding it in. Hattie was not one to be shy to speak, so I didn't try and rush her. I poured out tea and looked out at the dry felt. It had been a long time since the rain. Across the felt were those low hills of the Klein Karoo, rolling up and dipping down like waves, on and on, like a still and stony sea. I picked up my milk tat and bit off a mouthful. It was very good, the vanilla, milk and cinnamon working together to make that perfect comforting taste. The texture was just right too, the tart smooth and light, and the crust thin and crumbly. Hattie looked into a cup as if her imaginary bird...